school of life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain. You know it is 100% Bridget. All right, here I am. It's me talking about something. And today I got my brother with me. He's How you doing? Out. There he is right there. Um, and uh, so I'm going to introduce him. That's Chris. Hi. Tell us something about yourself. Hi, I'm Chris, and I'm one half of the two-dude super yeah. something. <laughs> but today I'm 100% participating with 100% Richard. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like 100% participation. That's right. That's, you get your trophy. <laughs> Ooh, a trophy. <laughs> your, your participation trophy. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So, just, um, just get get through this stuff real quick. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit the like and the subscribe and all the good stuff that goes along with that so that you find out when my next video pops up. And, uh, yeah, so that would be the subscribe button, right? Yeah. Down there. Down there. It's Well, yeah, it's... It is below us. It is below us. <laughs> <laughs> so, and if you're listening on... Uh, on uh, audio, I never do this. Don't good. do it. <laughs> if you're listening to me on audio, you can find me on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and all over um, the podcast stuff. And uh, once again, thank you guys for listening and hanging out with me um, once th this week. And I think we're gonna we're gonna have some an interesting time today. <laughs> and. Uh, Probably because, you know, what? Uh, what's on my mind? We're going to talk about big grapes. Big grapes. Milk. Milk. And honey. And honey. Right on. Oh, we're done. Oh. I just said right on. You guys have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. Here we go. Um, I mean, so I'm going to just hit on this real quick. So in numbers, um, if, if you listened... I think two weeks ago I did I did one called uh, Desert Living. Desert Living. So if you go back and listen to that one, there, there's some information in there about Joshua and Caleb and how they went and got their land. So I'm going to kind of dwell on that, and Chris is going to help me out today. And uh, so here's the quick rundown. Um, Moses gets close to the promised land with his group of folks. He can see it from the rock he's standing on. That's right. And so God says, send some spies. Send the spies. You're going to go over there and check out uh, Canaan, the land of Canaan. Right? Canaan. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, it wasn't Hemet. That's yeah, all go, I can tell you. Go look at him. <laughs> Everything over there in the darkness. Because we, we would still be wandering the desert. <laughs> Lion King, all this land is yours except for that. Except for that side. <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> and so, so, so Moses goes, okay, I'm going to take basically one leader from each tribe and you guys go and check out the land. And, uh, so they get there and they're, they're there for 40, 40 days, 40 days. They actually hang out in, in the promised land. They're in the promised land for 40 but days. As far as they know, it's not Vegas, but it is the promised it is, land. And we find out later that what they did there stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. They had good times in the promised land. Good times in the promised land. <laughs> so these guys get there, and this is uh, just for reference. It's numbers. I'm going to reference today numbers 13, 22, or I'm sorry, 23 through 33, and numbers 14, uh, chapter 14, 1 through 10. So if you need to go back and read those, feel free. And that, that'll and some of this will probably make more sense if you go and read it after the show. So, and here's well, here's verse twenty three. And they came into the valley of Eshel, and there cut down a branch with one cluster of grapes, 
and they carried it between two of them on a pole. That is some big grapes. That's some big grapes. Because I've got big grapes. You got big grapes. We all got big grapes. Two people to carry out a cluster. Uh, one cluster of grapes. Two people had to... I would say that's the promised land. That is pretty promising. That's a lot of grapes. That's a lot of grapes. Or two oh, big oh. grapes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get turned off. <laughs> and then they also brought some of the pomegranates and the figs. So these guys <laughs> figs and two grapes. <laughs> That's I, awesome. You know when you get back there, they're like, really? <laughs> That's it? That's, it's like, God, it some grapes and some, <laughs> some grapes and some figs. I'm going back. <laughs> they should have gone back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they should have gone back. <laughs> See, the place was called the Eshel because of the cluster which the men of Israel cut down there, and they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. That's going to be a big key later on. Yep, I those, agree. Those 40 days. So these guys get back, and they, 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 they get to Moses, and they go, Hey, Moses, we were at the promised land for 40 days. He's like, Yeah, what'd you see there? That's a fair question. Yeah. So 40 days is a long time if you think about it. Yeah. Especially with no cell phones, no way to communicate with each other. Are you, do Are they coming back? Did they get oh, killed? Know. Yeah. What, what happened, happened to them? Well, I think 40 days was probably the plan, though. That may have been. We don't. We, it doesn't really say. Well, it the promised land is probably pretty big, so I would imagine that, you know, they had to. They didn't well, have guys, donkeys? No. no. I think they just jumped over the lake and. And walked had, around. Walked around and said, let's steal some grapes. <laughs> Those are some big grapes. <laughs> and, some milk, <laughs> and some milk and honey. So these guys are there, and they come back to Moses, and Moses well, says, hey, what did you guys do over there? And Caleb immediately jumps up. I think it's verse 33, right? No, no, no. So Caleb wasn't first. The regular guys were first. The other guys, the regular guys. Well, you know, regular everybody knows that Caleb and Joseph, I mean, that's a common thing. That's you right. Know, this is actually common stuff. C Caleb was a bad man. Yeah, he yeah. was He was a bad mother. He shut your mouth. Shut your front door. <laughs> right? So, so the, the crowd, basically the other 11 guys, 10 guys, because Joseph actually pops up later too. Right. And and this is what they tell him. Somewhere back in where we at, verse 27 or something. In there. Right? Yep. And they told him. Yeah. And said, "There, yeah, here, go ahead, go ahead." Okay. And they told him and said, "We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit." Yeah. So those, these guys get there. And go, this is where God wants us to be. The proof. The proof of the promised land. Right. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. So here's these jabronis. <laughs> these guys that go. The people that live there are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. And if you know that story, that's the giants. The giants. Right. So they see giants. And the Amaleks, the, the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, the Hittites, all these places. So basically they're saying, look, there was a bunch of big dudes there. Large people. <laughs> <laughs> that's why the grapes were so big. <laughs> <laughs> Large people. Large I don't feel people. so bad right now. <laughs> Neither do I. I'm feeling kind of grapey. <laughs> <laughs> I need some milk and honey. You have to carry me out on a big pole. <laughs> <laughs> and so basically, there's they're 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 being kind of negative about their trip. Right. Does that sound that sound like that to you? I think they're sounding kind of scared. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Egypt was big. Yeah. These are big. I'm not saying size wise, but strength wise. 
They yeah. came from a place that was strong on them, and now they're going, and these guys are giant and fortified cities. I, I can see why they're worried. Yeah. So, But then Caleb pops up. Caleb. Caleb. Yep. He's he a bad man. the people. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. He, he, and, and first, I think we made it down to like verse 30. So. <laughs> then Caleb pops up, and, and he quiets the people. He said, let's go out there right now. Right now. And take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. That's right. So, so Caleb, and he's eighty-five. Yeah, Caleb's not an old dude. No, not a young dude. Not a young yeah, dude. He, well, I don't know. Back then, a lot of people they live longer. That's Did true. Did they live longer? I think that time was over. Right, so he okay. may have still been old. He was. Yeah, I think he was an old dude. Or he's getting close. He's getting close. Yeah. <laughs> so he pops up and says, "No, what? We can do this." Today, yeah, today. he wasn't. Let's, he let's, wasn't even willing to wait. He's yeah. like, "I'm not packing or nothing. Give me a stick. Let's go." So we were there for forty days. So these guys, and then verse thirty-one. I think was no, actually down to thirty-three. Thirty-three. So read verse thirty-three right there. There they saw the giants. The descendants of Anak came with, uh, came from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. So, so look at that. He's grasshoppers in our own sight. Right. So that's a mentality right there. It's a it's a mentality that they were afraid. They yeah. had shrunk away from what God was promising them. And as far as we know, the 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 big guys didn't even say anything. Yeah. They just saw them and they said, "Oh, they must think we're grasshoppers." They don't even know if they saw them or not. Yeah, they have. They're just like, well, and if they were there for forty days, I'm pretty sure they got seen. Somebody had to. Somebody see had to see these yeah. guys walking around with the great like, pole. Who's the new guys? <laughs> and why are they so short? <laughs> why, why are they stealing our grape? <laughs> I really like those figs. <laughs> <laughs> How many pomegranates do they need? Like they're feeding 40 million people on the other side of the desert or something. At least. But, but 40 days, somebody had yeah. to identify him or say these guys are in the land, but obviously they weren't worried about him. Yeah, so, so I mean, I mean, there's 12, 12 extra people showed up to the land. Right. They, they obviously looked around, spent some time. They figured out every city that was there. They're like, they got people from here and from here and from here and from right. here. And then... They're like, but we're grasshoppers in our own sight. Right. And they, th and that's making a decision that I'm already weak and going to be destroyed. Yeah. They, they made that, that decision for some reason. And I, I don't know, fear, fear is powerful. So it, it, it bent their whole process of why they were even there. They're supposed to go there to prove it's the good land and God's going to give it to them. And now they're like, I don't want to go here. Yeah. And then look at this. So we're going to jump to numbers 14. And uh, so all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried. Yep. And people wept that night. Well, you think they've been wandering the desert for, what, 20 years? Like at this point, it's only been two years. Oh, it's only been two years. And they're like, I don't want to go around again. Yeah. I mean, so. I would. I, I, but the mentality there says, okay, and then they make an entire generation of people cry. Exactly. <laughs> well, that, I feels mean. feels like being a little brother. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> watch this. Watch this. Wait, where's that? I think it's in verse. Yeah, verse three. Watch this. So this is Numbers fourteen and verse three, and th and this is their. This, this is what I talked about a couple weeks ago. It says, "Why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and children would become victims? Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt?" That's a scary mentality. I would rather be in slavery than be in freedom. Yeah. Even if it costs me something to have the freedom. And once again, 
There was no indication, giant or not, there was no indication that they were even under attack. Yeah. I mean, there's two and a half million people on the other side of the river, and the guys on the other side don't even know they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be like, we're, we're over here in the desert. They're over there. Nobody knows each other. No. And these guys went over there for 40 days. Looking around. Looking around. Nobody even said a word. Nope. No, nobody got stabbed. Nobody captured them. Yeah. Nobody yeah. got stabbed. No nobody. ransom notes were sent back. You don't hear anything about being mugged. No. You know, nothing. This sounds like a nice place. Yeah. I would like to be there. Yeah. Yeah. They got big, big houses. Grapes. And they have serious grapes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and milk and honey. And milk and honey. <laughs> and pomegranates and, and figs. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's a weird thing. I always forget about the pomegranate. Because I, I get fixated on the grapes. <laughs> I mean. It's a very specific thing that they it say. Is a, and for two people to have to carry it. <laughs> I mean, I go to the store. I get two pounds of grapes in a bag. I carry it like this. <laughs> to have two guys carry it. One on a, clipping on a, on of a grape pole. on a pole. That's, that, that's some tremendous grapes. That's some, a lot of grapes. So, so these guys have a mentality. That they've actually pushed into the future that their wives are going to die and their children are going to die yep. that they're all going to be victims so they have this mentality already yep. that they're just not going to this isn't going to happen well I think they they might bring that from Egypt because that already happened to them for 400 years maybe that's a possibility that's they, a don't, they don't know any better it's only been two years of freedom and it's been in the desert it's been but still, that's better than it's slavery. It's still better than slavery, right. That would be but, my thought. But, it, but if you grew up in that, and now you have to shift gears and, th and have a different thought. But Caleb was ready to be free. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the other guys were almost liking, looking for an excuse to not have to deal with it. So they're like, hey, they're big. The walls are big. Yeah, let's, maybe we should go down the river a little bit. So Okay, I can see that. That's yeah. good. That's good. And then, so so here these guys are in this in this desert slavery mentality. They don't want to. They don't want to. Willing to go back. They're to willing it. to go back. To willing it. to go back to it. And go well. You know. And what if you ever if you go back to your slave owner, you're not going to live long. You're not going to. Yeah, he's going to be a little upset. Yeah. He lost the whole army. Yeah, he lost the whole. Army. <laughs> and he lost all the firstborn. He's not going to be like, hey, come on back. It's not going to work that well, way. Let my people back in. That's, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. not. He already said, let him go. He's going to keep him out there. But then no, watch this in verse six. Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of... So now Joshua and Caleb, those who had spied the land, and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, the land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. And so it's not just a good land. It's no. an exceedingly good land. Exceedingly good. The Lord, if the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us. Right. A land which flows with milk, milk and, and honey. honey. Yep. And so, so Joshua and Caleb are the only two out of the out of the entire group. I'm pretty sure Moses is going. Yeah, let's go. Well, I'm sure Moses is like I don't want to walk out here anymore. Let the the sooner the better. Yeah, my feet yeah, hurt. My feet hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so th these are the only two guys, the only two dudes out of out of this entire group of people that are that see it. That yeah, they have they have they have some vision. They have some vision. They see what. Well, the proof is in. I mean, it sounds weird to us today. Okay, so they brought some fruit back. They brought giant grapes, figs, pomegranates, and some other stuff. Why is that? And milk and honey. And why is that supposed to be such a great sign? Because that was the wealth of yeah. the day. Oh, perfect. You know, that was the wealth of the day. They're showing. They could have brought goats and sheep. That was, all it's doing is showing how good the land is because it's producing so much 
uh, ridiculously good stuff. That is the wealth. The land is the wealth. Yeah. And I mean, today we might go, well, he drove over a Lamborghini and had a fur coat. The land and the fertility of the land and this, the sustainability of the land is the wealth. Yeah. So, so they're saying, look, this is awesome. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. These two guys are going, we just found the most awesome place. How could we not want to go? How could we not want? And that's, and that's interesting to me because you would think that, okay, these guys escape someplace that's horrible, horrible. You know, they, they go into the desert for a a certain amount of time. Right. Horrible. Yep. You know, no food. All they've been eating is bread and quail. Bread that's only good for a day. Right. You know, and so you can't even store it. Nope. You know, and so, and like fruit, bro. And I mean, <laughs> think about two and a half million people. How long does it take you to walk that yeah, many people yeah. across? So I'm, I'm pretty sure they had, because they took some cattle and stuff with them. Yeah. So they probably rode a cow. But I would be tired. I'd be tired. I wouldn't want to be hanging out there I'd, all day. I would probably need a shower. No. The guys who stayed behind are who are those guys from Star Wars that have the mask? Stormtroopers? No, the other guy, the sand people. Oh, the sand people. The guy that has the mask. If you don't cross the, the river, side? you become a sand person. <laughs> you become a sand person. <laughs> I see one of them now. <laughs> You're making me cough. <laughs> so these guys are like, yeah, we can go take the land. We can go take the land. And, and then and, and and then the congregation, the, the rest of the group actually says, this is verse 10 in, in uh, uh, Hebrews 14. And all the congregation said to stone them with stones. Yep. Let's kill the positive people. That's harsh. Why would you want to kill the... Fear is powerful. Yeah. Fear is powerful. They, And I, I don't know. I just think of Caleb. They see it. And he was in such a way he wanted to leave everything he had. He didn't want to have anything to do with any of the past. I'm just going forward. Whatever's there will sustain me, and I'm going to just start brand new. Yeah. So it scared everybody, and what, what do you do with fear? You try to shut it down. If they can't speak, let's stone them. They can't talk about it. They can't remind us how good it is. Uh, kind, they, of, kind of sounds like today. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because it sounds like somebody got hit with a big grape. <laughs> <laughs> but these guys are that 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 mentality of these guys want what God said they could have. Right. And we want to stone those guys. Yep. And, and, and you, you take that and you kind of think to yourself, where am I at in life that I might have a fear that I might kill off my dream mm. because of the fear that's in me. Right. That's and that kinda, happens a lot. Yeah. That, that happens. Well, you had mentioned before in previous podcasts where you had a fear of success. Yeah, and I I'm not gonna lie, I have the same type of thing. You get you get rolling, and you're feeling good about yourself. Things are kind of clicking along, and then you go, I'm not worthy, <laughs> and and so you start to sabotage yourself. And and two and a half million people took the word of ten people and said, Yes, we don't deserve it, so we're gonna buy into whatever they said. And I'm sure not all two and a half. I'm sure there were people who were like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm with Caleb. Yeah, you know, and Josh, but. But it's such a small number. And if you think about the people who are successful, where they they call them the one percenters or yeah, the yeah, top five yeah. percent, but their mentality is completely different. Yeah. So. Well, and, you know, it's 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 the the successful people, and this is this is all stuff that you read about in books. You know, right? The, the, these are the guys that make lists. These are the guys that do this. You know, they, they make a blueprint. Yep. You know, they they make their own doors. You know, they, they do all this kind of they stuff. Stick too. to the plan, and they stick to the plan, and and these guys are coming back with. Proof. You know, let's proof that the that the plan that God put out is there. All the wor- they prayed for four hundred years, 
Yeah. They come and they get uh, released from their slavery. They're taken across the desert, and all they hear about is how good it is. I'm sure Moses was talking about it all the time. The day comes, grapes, figs, milk, honey, pomegranates. Here is the proof. Yeah. It is more than we could actually carry. We would have brought more, but there was only 12 of us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and I and you know what? Sometimes I, I think it just scares people. Yeah, like, like you said, you said that fear is a powerful thing. Right. And, and fear will keep you from doing stuff that's even simple. Right. Because if God's got your back, it even makes it easier. Yep. If you really think about it. Because, yes, they're going to go over there. They're going to have to war over the land. They're going to have to fight. They're going to, you know, because they're going there to take the land. Action, action's about to happen. Yeah. So they have to have, the, their faith has to be in action. They have to step out over that thing. And it's going to be a challenge. A challenge. And so basically they have to change their whole fear. Well, God actually steps in and says, well, forget these dudes. Yep. Caleb and Joshua, though. We'll let you go. We'll let you go. Yep. It's And it's scary God's response. Yeah. But he understands we can't. The, the nation at that time that he has chosen will not survive if it goes in with that mentality. They right. will be squashed like grasshoppers. Yeah, because that, that, that's the mentality going in. Right. Because they're saying, well, we, we saw ourselves as small. Yep, too late to fix it. Yeah. So And so so God says, well, the next generation can go. Yep. You know, Moses doesn't even get to go. I know. You know? It's, it's a painful thing. <laughs> like this guy. So poor Moses. Moses like, and he says, he actually says it. I, I don't have those verses in my notes, but he actually says it like just a little bit down to this evil group. He actually goes like, dude, you, you don't understand. Well, now imagine being Moses. I actually, when I was pastoring the church, I had I had emailed a, a pastor friend of mine saying because I was getting a little overwhelmed, right? You know, and I emailed a pastor friend of mine and I said, <laughs> I asked him, like, "You'll you'll realize who it is when I say this." I go, "How do you manage to make decisions that uh, what's the word I'm looking for that that affect so many people?" Because be glad you're not Moses. <laughs> yeah, That's, well, if you think about it, I mean. That's that is kind of that's some serious weight on your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. that's some serious weight on and, your shoulders. And, but but you gotta but you gotta think if you have a God mentality, mm -hmm. Joseph, Caleb, Moses, you know for a fact have a God mentality here. It's a faith and trust mentality. Right. They're going okay. God said I could have this. So why doesn't anybody else? It's want kind it. of a weird thing. It is weird. You run across people in life, and it's funny because they'll criticize you right. for being so positive that you want to go do something and, or go get a dream. Right. And like, well, you can't do that. Well, you, you know, watch me. You know. Right. Sometimes we have to actually come to that point, and I think that's what because Caleb, when they go, he's like, "I'm get my hill." Yep. You know? <laughs> he, he already he was there for forty days. He's yeah. already plotted out which one he wants. He's already built a fence around it in his mind. He's oh, got yeah. a swimming pool, and he knows where the store is at. Caleb was ready. <laughs> you know, he was. He's like, I don't know what you guys are doing, but I'm heading I'm, that way. I'm gonna get my stuff. And and it always it always blows my mind that he was gonna go like turn around. And, Here's the proof. Let's go get it. Yeah. I, don't pack. Don't take anything. Just let's go. Yeah. Let's just leave right this second. And I, I'm always blown away by Caleb in that respect because he just, with almost what we would consider reckless abandon, yeah. is going to chase down and get God's promise. Yeah, he's and, gonna, he's gonna, he's going after the dream. Yep, and he's going after it 100, and it doesn't matter who goes with him. Nope, he wasn't yeah. worried about it. And, and plus, he's willing to wait out this other 40 years. Yep, the rest of the 40 years because he still got his. Yeah, because he's and he still got his. So he's like. 
So well, wait, if he's 85, 95, 105, 150. Yeah, man. yeah. Caleb's like, I'm collecting my grapes. <laughs> my milk and honey. My milk and honey. <laughs> it's the skull of my enemies. <laughs> Clap, clap, clap. Go, Caleb, go. I think I have a new hero. Right on. <laughs> I want to I wanna be able to do that. Do that at 125, heck yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you're going to go after a dream or you're going to go after something that, that you know God's promised you, mm-hmm. what do you think would be... Uh, now, it's good to have a mentality of God's promised this. Right. But what would be something that you would tell maybe those guys over there on the screen? If that you would say, go for it. Well, I like the fact that the proof is in their hand. So that means that there's a roadmap. And when we pray and we are asking, we ask God all the time, use me, help me get somewhere, do something. God doesn't doesn't lead you blindly. He opens the doors. Like you're, <laughs> you know, he opens the doors. We have these sayings. He opens the doors. He creates the pathways. The word even says how he takes you off the rocky land. He puts you on solid ground. Yeah. So he positions you in such a place that it you can make it to the goal. Absolutely. And I think um, we just have to move our feet. That's what the yeah, faith yeah. is about. We, we He puts us there and you're like, oh, I can see. There's no mountain in front of me. I can see it. I can see yeah, the, yeah. the end. It's Even if it's far away, I have hope because I can see it. I just got to get my my feet moving. Yeah. My feet moving. And if I don't stray and I and I pay attention and I go in and out of these doors, I will end up where God wants me to be. And I will have success. That's good. That's good. So, I, I like that. Because and you have but you have to have that mentality too. And it's that, a, that you yep. can do it. Yep. Because as soon as as soon as that little thing sneaks in, like, and like when, you mentioned fear of success. Right. Once that little thing sneaks in and says, you can't, you're not going to be able to do that. Yep. It gets heavy. Yeah. But And that's where he says, don't lean on your own understanding. Don't yeah, look at you yourself. Look at me. Come yeah. on. Look at what? me. Walk. Yeah, come on. <laughs> What's the donkey in Shrek? <laughs> come on, donkey. Come on, come on donkey. <laughs> Great. Now I just called myself a donkey. No, yes. That's all right. God made a donkey talk, so. Then I'm still you know, talking. And I, was, <laughs> I was just going to say that. You, you stole my line. Sorry. <laughs> but so, so we, now these guys are, now basically God says, okay, you got to wait 40 years. Yep. You know, and, and and I would rather do do what God tells me to do now than wait yep. 40 years. Well, it just shows there's consequences to not paying attention. Yeah, that, that's, I mean, that's good. We, we go a long time, and there's some things you're not going to get back. If your health changes, you're not going to have the opportunity to do certain things. If your financial, whatever, it doesn't yeah. matter. Time dictates, and if you, you you will lose opportunities because of it. But he never changed the promise. No, no, he didn't change yeah, the promise. Yeah, God never changed the promise. But the people the roaming. People, the people roaming yep. disrupted, disrupted the, their, the, the their own plan. Their own direction. Yep. So they just changed direction. Yep. You know, Not so, good. So we got to, we have to, we, so I think us as the a people. The first generation ended up in Hemet. <laughs> <laughs> They hooked the left at Sinai. Yeah. <laughs> I should have made a left in Albuquerque. <laughs> I left my wallet in El, in El Segundo. <laughs> in El Egypt. There was these Mayan virgins. And <laughs> no, nobody's going to get that. That's okay. That's all right. You got to follow Chris on Facebook. And, yeah. <laughs> so so now, now we're going, okay. We get the, the they roaming around for another 38 years because they're in the desert for a total of 40 years. Right. So a whole generation dies out. 
They finally get to the promise. Um, Caleb gets his land. Joshua becomes the leader. Right. Moses dies in the desert. Poor in dude. the desert. You know, and and now they finally get to go. But my thought on that is, um, if you don't do it now, you can do it eventually. Right. But the time is now. The time is now. So so whatever whatever you have whatever you have down inside of you your business your job your ministry your serving at church whatever it is that you have inside of your heart now to go do do it now do it now and I and, agree you know and find a platform and that's a Caleb mentality it. he he was doing it now I'm gonna do this now when he came back I'm now yeah this minute I'm not gonna let any I'm not gonna have any excuses oh I have to pack. He's not going to have the excuse. Well, he, of, didn't, he didn't give himself any time. But that's what I'm saying. He just did it. Yeah. Now and, and, and to what you're saying is, it, it don't don't look for reasons not to get moving. Just yeah, do it now. Yeah. And and find a way because because I, I remember when I started the podcast, um, I was kind of being pushed. You were pushing me. Mom was pushing me. They're like this would be a great idea. And it took both of us to push him. Yeah. <laughs> and so I finally broke out all the equipment. And basically just did it. Right. And I, I didn't look anything up. No. <laughs> I went, you know, just, okay. But that's really, and I understand putting together a plan. Right. You know, we all need a blueprint for something. Absolutely. You know, and some things we don't because if you're, depending on what your dream is, if your dream is to make a million dollars, you have to have a plan to make a million dollars. Right. Or you can rob a bank. Right. Probably not the best to rob a bank <laughs> because that's bad. That's not good. <laughs> that's go to the Gray Bar Hotel. <laughs> Gray Bar. You know, so, but if, but if you put together, there is a purpose to putting together Correct. a plan and then sometimes because like i didn't put together a plan until after i had already started well i don't think you even knew what what to plan until there was something to plan yeah i didn't know where to look i right. didn't you know i did some research so i knew how to get myself out there right and that's why i did youtube and that's why i got and there's still things to learn yeah but if you stop walking you'll never learn them right and so. continue 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 continue, continue. To, to, to walk into the thing that god be consistent um, that God tells you to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this with verse 30. I'm going to go back to, uh, uh, I believe it's chapter 13, verse 30, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break this down a little bit. I'm not going to unpack it. That's the big word right now. I'm going to okay. unpack this. Yes. So we're going to do this. Especially if you use that space packing, it gets really big, really you get the You get the big bags yep. with the vacuum cleaner sucker, Yep. and you suck everything down in. You put a lot more stuff in your bag <laughs> to unpack. <laughs> So in, in chapter 13, this is number 13, verse 30, it says, Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses. Silence everybody around you. Right. Take a moment. I agree. Tell everybody to shut up okay. in a kind fashion. And, and the voices in your own and head. And the voices in your own head. Tell the enemy, I don't want anything to do with you. And? Be quiet. Be quiet. And then let us go up at once at once right away right now right now mm -hmm. and take possession yep for we are all for we are well able to overcome it absolutely god makes us able yep to overcome any obstacle any place that we have to go right especially if he's already promised it absolutely so if he's given you a promise silence the naysayers and go and go let's go right on Right on. Right on.